0: Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shreem and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak, Shalom, and we are now excitedly beginning Masachat Shabbat. Uh, as I noted in the introduction, Shabbat is made up of 24 chapters of Mishnah, some of them long, some of them short. And with the exception of this very first Mishnah, the first group of uh, chapters... Uh, follows the sequence of Shabbat from erev Shabbat and preparations for Shabbat to the beginning of Shabbat and through, and then a watershed moment in the Mishnayot is in Parag Zion when the list of melachot is presented. We'll get to it at that point. We'll see how the Masachet unfolds that there. Um, however, the first Mishnah deals with the melacha of hotza'ah. So a couple of words about hotza'ah. Hotza'ah, which is in the list of malachot, number 38 out of 39, literally means to remove something from its domain. And the prohibition, in a short version of it, is to move anything from a private domain to a public domain, or vice versa, or to move something within the public area more than mot we're only going to focus on the first of those, which is Hotza'ah, not Ha'avara, and we're going to give a couple examples, which will allow us, over the course of the next few podcasts, to explore some of the basic issues about, as we refer to it, colloquially caring. Yitzio HaShabbat, Sh'tayim Shein Arba Bifrim, U'shtayim Shein Arba Bachutz. and this may sound familiar from the Mishnah at the beginning of Shvuot. We will contrast them momentarily. But for right now, Yitzio Shabbat are two which are for inside, and two which are for outside. And there's a machlok that be showing you how to read the inside-outside dichotomy, and how it lays out over the course of the Mishnah. But now we'll see the examples. Ketzad. So, the model we're going to operate with is a poor man standing outside and the homeowner standing inside and imagine sort of a big window between them. And we have to imagine also that the Ani is standing in an area which is classified as Rashuta Abim. Later on, we will see a discussion about what really classifies Rashuta Abim, an important bright and dafav. And at that point, I'll mention the very famous we've shown you about it. But for right now, we are going to presume the Ani Bershut Abim and the Baal HaBayit Bershut HaYachid. There is significantly, and this will come up many times in our discussion about Hotza'ah, a third kind of area which we refer to as a Carmelite. And a Carmelite is sort of a uh, non-privately owned open area which is not traversed by the public. Um, so, we'll get to see some examples of that again in the Sugeant Avav, but we are not going to mention a Carmelita in this Mishnah. So now, case one. So, the poor man is outside, he put his hand inside, and he had something that he had picked up from the outside, and he put now into the hand of the balabait and the hand of the balabait is out, sitting there like a table. doesn't do anything. And the Ani placed it in there. Or, t'al b'otzi, or the Ani put his hand in, took something out of the hand of the Balabite, and brought it outside. Then Ani Chayav, the Ani in either of those cases is fully Chayav, because he did the entire Malacha of picking it up from the place where it was resting, traversing the boundary between Rashut and Rashut, and then placing it down in the new Rishut. Balabite Patur, the, in this case the homeowner, is totally exempt. He didn't do anything. Flip it. If the Balabayit put his hand outside with something in it and put it that thing into the hand of the Ani, So oh, he reached his hand out, took something from the Ani's hand and brought it in, and it's simply a mirror image. We're going to refer to this as the Resha. In the Seifa, we have a more complex set of cases. Let's say the Ani puts his hand inside so the Ani brought something inside it was still in the air and the balabait took it from him or the, Bala, the Ani put an empty hand in the balabait placed something in his hand and the Ani put it out which means each of them did part of the Malachah and neither one of them did the full Malachah they're both exempt or if the balabait took something and reached it outside and the Ani took from his hand again a mirror image or the Ani put something into the Baal by its hand, the Balabai brought it in. Shnehem Turin, then they're both exempt. Okay. Now, Tanana Tam, again we're going to contrast this with the Mishnah in Shvot, Shvot Stiim Shain Arba, Idiota Tumash Taim Shenarba, Mot Negamishim Shen Arba, Itsiota Shavach Time Shen Arba. Good. So in that Mishnah, we only have Yitsiota Shivach Taim Shain Arba, along with Shvuot, Idiota Tuma, which we discussed at length at the first two Prakiba of Shvuot. And Marot Negayim, which we spoke about very briefly in Shvuot. Now, Why does our Mishnah give us a full two that are four inside, two that are four outside? And in in Shvuot it just says two which are four without more details. Well, the answer is quite straightforward. This is Masachat Shabbat. Shabbat is mainly here. Therefore, our Mishnah mentions the Avot, and Toladot. So, a word about that phraseology, which appears in three areas of halakha, in Nizikin, in Tum'ah, and in Shabbat. We have 39 Avot Melachot, and they are, seem to be anchored in Melachot that were done as part of the Avodah in the Mishkan. We have to identify an exact act which took place in the Mishkan, and then correlate it and say that same act is an Av Melachah. It was done in the Mishkan or for the Mishkan, and that's an entire discussion about how closely related to the Mishkan. However, any act which is similar in significant ways, and each Av has its own parameters, uh, becomes a Tolada, which means there are potentially infinite Toladot um, of different actions which are similar in significant ways to the Av, and you're equally Chayav for doing a Tolada uh, as you are for an Av. It's not any lesser. So now, the answer the Gemara first gives is that in our Mishnah, because it's Shabbat, it mentions Avot and Tol Adot. And somehow we imagine, Sh'tayim Sh'en Arbifchim Sh'tayim Sh'en includes Avot and Tol Adot. Hatem L'Avikar Shabbat, Shabbatu. There at Shvuot; It's not mainly Shabbat. It just mentioned Derech Hagav because the two that are four of Shvuot, Avotani and Tol They only mentioned Avot and not Tol Adot. Okay. Now, Avot Mayneel, let's see if that's right. What are the Avot? Yitziot. That means taking out. It's Yotre and There's only two. Because either you're going to say there is the guy inside pushing it out and the guy in the outside grabbing it out. Or you'll say there's the guy in the inside pushing it out or handing it out. Or the guy from the outside grabbing it out. But either way, it's only two. How do you get two that are four in Shavuot? If you think that in Shavuot, they're mentioning... Um, those which are patur and those which are chayav. Shtime <speaking> shenarv <in Hebrew> means shtime <speaking in Hebrew> chayav, and other two that are patur. <speaking in Hebrew> that list includes shvuot and tuman marot And by the way, in all three of those cases, ma tam All two that are four, all four of them are things that you're chayav for. Like shtime shenarva of shvuot, Stein lahaba, and shenarva includes shtime two that are in the past. Right, uh Shvuah um, Shlach LeShavah, but you're for all of them. Therefore, the Sh'taim of Shabbat has to be all Chiyuvim. So Elam or Papa or Papa says that's different. Hachadikar Shabbatu Tani Chiyuvi Upturi. In our Mishnatesh Sh'taim which means includes those Pturiim, as we saw in the Seifa. Hatan Lavi Shabbatu in. Shvot, it's not the main part of Shabbat. Chiyuvim, Tani, Lotani, they only mention the Chiyuvim, the things that you're culpable for. And by the way, that fits what we just said, that everything in the Mishnah Shavuot has to be Chayav. Now, let's see. Chiyuvim, What are the Chiyuvim? Yitziot, taking out. Yitziot, there's only two ways to take out. Either to push it out from where you are or to bring it out from being on the outside. So the answer is, uh, shtayim d'otza'u shtayim nachrasa'. Bringing it inside is also called a hotzaah. There we go. Vah tani, but the word is yitziot, which means exiting. So vah shi tan karila. Our tana refers to taking something in as a hotzaah. Me mai. Let's first of all prove it, and then we gotta explain it. Me net naan ha motzimir chayav. And the list of melachot in Perak Zain Bed it says ha motzimir shoot Meaning, you take it from any domain to a different domain, meaning yachid rabim, in either order. So, mullah, rabim, that includes taking from the outside to the inside, and he's calling it motzi. So, you see that the Tana refers, uses the word hot in referring to either direction of in or out. But time am I. What's the reason for that nomenclature? Anytime you take something away from its native Position, the Tana calls it hotza'ah, because think about this: when you walk into a house, you are exiting the outside, and when you bring the newspaper in in the morning, you are exiting it from being on your porch into the inside. Okay, I'm Ravina, but Ravina says our Mishnah could prove that point too if you look carefully. Tani the altar. The Mishnah starts at Yisiot Hashavat Shanim Arba and the very first example that it gives is the ani reaching in and putting something inside the bowl by its hand, which is a It's an entering. Shvamina. Okay, so we've. This is Ravashi's point. Now Rava has a different take on it. Rishu and the way Rashi reads it is both in Shabbat and in Shvuot. The shtaim is not referring to two kinds of chiyuvim, but two domains. Meaning, there's rishuta achid and Rashuta abim. Roshio Chavat And from there, we have a lot of different kinds of Chiyuvim that can happen, which we're now going to explore in this passage. So how come you have a total of eight? Arba, Shen Arba, that's eight. having? There's really twelve players in circumstances here. Meaning, you've got a, uh, an Ani and a Balabayit. That's two guys. And there are essentially really eight cases here. So that's why by turns says, If you're gonna do that then count sixteen. So not eight. Amale, alokasha. So Ramana says, No that I wasn't bothered by because Bishama Baba Duresha in the first half of the Mishnah, patur Mutar Lotani, the guy who's exempt didn't do anything. He's Mutar. It's what he's doing is permissible. It's okay to stand there and let somebody else take it off. Tosford here deals with the problem of Lif'ivre, but Medin Shabbat, he haven't done anything. So therefore, I'm not going to count that guy as a player. I love the but in the Sefer, the patur of asur where I'm not allowed to engage in being part of caring, even though I being, I'm being exempt, so it should be 12. It should be Shtayim Shane Sheish, really, in each case. Kasha. So, we have a parenthetic question, which is, Since when does the word patur ever mean mutar? Patur always implies, you shouldn't have done it, but you're, li- but you're not liable. Every time that the B'rita or the Mishnah in Shabbat mentions patur, it means patur balasur. Except for three cases that are called patur mutar, the Mishnah Tzedat Tzvi, about uh, how many guys sitting in front of the door that ends up trapping the deer? Seidat nachash, a certain case of trapping a snake. Um, and it's both the malach of tzad and mapi smursa, which is when you lance like a boil or something. Uh, and there, in certain circumstances, what you did was mutar it was patur, and even the the Tana the word patur and it means mutar. Okay, so the answer is historically the What was Shmuel talking about? Patur kavid masa. That's only when you actually did something like sat in front of the door, or lance the boil. When you didn't do anything, like sitting there and having somebody put something in your hand or take it out of your hand, there's lots of cases of that where you're patur, and it means mutar. So that answers the side question, but the real question that Abayah is faced with is, from a student, is, why are we saying, arba? it should be because ultimately, in the Sefer, there are eight Circumstances, eight players here, an onion and a balabite times four, and in the ratio you've got uh, four of them. So four and eight is twelve. The answer that Abai gives is only those exemptions that are close to a chatat does he count. Meaning, in the Sefer, one of the guys is doing the yeoman's part of the work and the other is doing a minimal amount. Now, what constitutes the guy who's closer to the Chivchatat. So you have Machlok at Rashi in the Riva in Tosvot, about whether it's the guy who does the Akira, the guy who picks it up from the territory, or is it the guy who crosses over the boundary? There's even opinion that it's the guy who puts it down. But either way, in each case, you could identify one person who's the key player, and one person who's the secondary player. So they only count the key player, whoever that may be. Okay, we'll pause at this point, and the next podcast we'll pick it up with an analysis of the issue of Shnei Turin and uh, start investigating the status of Yad, Yadoshal Adam, in the context of Malachot Shabbat. Have a wonderful day, and welcome to our study of Masachat Shabbat.